Welcome to the Fully Adored Podcast. I'm your host, Chansal Chakra, and I'm a life and relationship coach. Each week, I'm going to bring you my best advice, motivational insights, and inspiring expert conversations to help you feel empowered, aligned with your dream relationship in life, and totally ready in receiving what you desire most. It's time for you to be seen, be heard, and be deeply loved for exactly who you are. Now, let's begin everyone and welcome back to the show. Today I have such an incredible guest with me, my beautiful friend Alison Chavez. She is not only an incredible author, coach and everything, but she's also a friend of mine. I am so blessed that I've gotten to know her over the past year, more so this year than last year. And the reason I'm so excited about this beautiful woman being here is because she is the definition of a woman who walks her talk. She says what she, she does what she says, and she is really a miracle woman. Like whenever, like we talk about things, I hear her on our call. She's in the same mastermind as mine. She says today she's going to do something and tomorrow it's done. So women like that are the kind of women that I love to surround myself with. They are not just, you know, preaching something and their life shows something completely different, but she really, really is um, able to implement what she teaches. And more than ever right now, you know, we're right now, if you're listening to this, the current situation, the, the pandemic of coronavirus that we're going through, is a time that I hear a lot of you ladies are kind of struggling with your money situation, your prosperity, or everything that you want more of, and now you're suddenly under the fear that it's not happening. And Allison here is the ultimate prosperity coach, transformational coach, and she loves to talk about that and she loves to teach people how to create wealth and prosperity without the struggle. So you're going to love this interview and you're going to adore her just like as I do. Allison, thank you so much for being here. Sharzad, I can't tell you how honored I am to be here with you, to be here sharing this message. Like, I don't know why I'm feeling a little verklempt right now, but just, it's such a pleasure to be here. And thank you so much for having me on. Oh my goodness. It's my absolute pleasure. I know that my listeners are going to get a lot of value from what you have to share. So Alison, I love to start with, I always start with this, that, you know, we are not born just rocking it. Like just, you know, I wasn't born just knowing exactly all the good relationship skills. I actually sucked at it. And it was through my own transformation that I became really, really good at it. And so I wanted to know if that was the case for you. You know, you're living an abundant life, you're prosper, but were you always like this? Do you have a story behind what happened? You know, in, in that beautiful introduction that you had of me, I was like, I would love to meet this woman <laughs> that she's talking about. She sounds really awesome. But you're talking about this woman who like walks her talk and she says she's going to do something and then it happens. 100% that was not always the case. I've always been really good at follow through, but God gives us weaknesses because he wants us to make them our strengths, right? He wants us to know that like, 
he's helping us and the, like you, God is my vocabulary universe might be yours whatever your source is mine wants to know wants me to know that he's got a hand in everything that's going on and so for years and years and years it was scarcity it was lack it was fear it was self-doubt it was frustration it was defeatism it was all of those things and so um, absolutely not and in fact can I can I share just a little bit of my oh, please absolutely absolutely yes Thank you. Thank you. So I've been a business for about eight years and I really, I've, I've been a mentor for about 20 and I was inspired eight years ago to leave the company I was with and create my own. And I really wanted to do it for five reasons. My husband of 23 years and our four children. And I wanted to teach them a different perspective about money, a different perspective about success, because I just had this feeling that the way that I had been taught to like work really hard and save your pennies and hope for the best, but expect the worst. I'm like, I just don't think that that's actually how you create wealth. And so I wanted to teach them. And quite honestly, I wanted to take them to Disney World and I wanted to take them to Hawaii and I wanted to have really cool memories with them in different places around the world and show them just this magnificent planet we live on. And so in order to teach them, I had to learn it. And so I work hard and the, the first two years, I blood, sweat, tears, doubt, you name it. I poured it into my business and I scaled it to multiple six figures in two years. And it was the hardest, most gut-wrenching, agony-filled two years of my life because where I was, the, the point that I was coming from and the best thing that could have happened did, and it tanked. It just, it just fell apart. And being an ambitious, red-blooded, entrepreneurial woman, I started pumping more money into it. And the more I did, the faster it fell until we just hit what I called financial Armageddon. <laughs> and it was just, like, it had just blown up in my face. And I, I put on 40 pounds because I was so afraid to fall that what better way to cushion your fall than to put 40 extra pounds on your butt? Because <laughs> your body's always trying to support you. Absolutely. <laughs> so, and so I, I sat down at what I thought was this, these ruinous, smoldering pieces of my life and my business. And that was the point that I needed to be at because I knew that I was the linchpin. And I just wanted to feel good. I wanted, I wanted to quit beating myself up. I wanted to quit, quit telling myself what a failure I was and what a screw up and that it hurt my family and how dare I and look what I did. And like all of that self-judgment and just hating on myself. I'd been teaching mindset principles. I've been teaching universal laws. I know they work. And so I thought, okay, well then it's me. So what do we want to do? And I wanted to pick something that felt impossible but also if we didn't reach it, it didn't mean we didn't eat because mm -hmm. that's, I was in that do or die kind of mentality with my business. And, and I didn't want to do that anymore. We were at the time we were $1,500 behind in our bills every month. And I wanted to take my family of six to Hawaii. And not only was it impossible, but it was irresponsible. It was reckless. It was stupid. And I didn't care. I just wanted to see if we could do it. And I wanted to just have fun along the way. That was, that was my, that was my pivot point where I was like, I just want to feel good. That's it. I just want to feel good. So I actually onboarded my family. This was the end of August of 2018. And I said, all right, this is what we want to do. Like, let's see. I want you to pick something that just feels impossible that you really, really want. And let's see if we can do a thought experiment to bring it to us. And let's see how long it takes. And within three months, every single one of us had manifested what we wanted. And they Whoa! Were entirely different things that we all wanted. 
And I was like, and it was fun, Charzad. It was fun. And it was light and it was easy. And like, it was, it was, it was so, so beautiful. We went to Hawaii over my husband's birthday for Christmas that year. And the next year I was like, can I apply this to my business? And can I apply this to my body? I think and that, and, and so 2019 was the year of zero in our bank to $232,000 in six months, 45 pounds gone in four months. And it was light and it was fun and it was inspiring. And it was, it brought me closer to God and closer to my family and just everything absolutely transformed. So can I understand and relate with the nothing's working and I suck at this? Oh, like both hands are raised in the, in the air. I hear you sister, but being on the other side of that as well and knowing the formula to rinse and repeat has been the most glorious, miraculous experience of my life. And I just have to share it with others because oh. if I can do it, anybody can do it. I was broken. I felt so broken and worthless. And if I can do it from that state, I don't care what your circumstances, you can too. I have goosebumps for those of you. You can see my face because we are doing podcasts and video jaw dropped because of how incredible. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing so much of your vulnerability that, you know, it's not just like, you know, just think positive thoughts. It's going to happen. That's how I was, but you actually went through your own journey. And what I love of what you shared, Allison, was that you were able to create money the hard way as well it's not like struggling and it you can do it but it feels like everything in you is breaking that you are actually the money that you are creating is not actually joyful the whole purpose i like to believe of having money is to have more joy we're not just stacking money and then looking at it we want to use it to actually enjoy our lives right and so when you're feeling like it's it's like a like a running a marathon every single day when your body is not ready for it and you're breaking down and you feel miserable about it. Sure. You can go that way, but it doesn't have to be because when you just said you've been, you focused on joy and what you really wanted from your entire family, then it just escalated. You went for it. And then a little bit later, look at you from zero to multiple six figure. That's just incredible. And, and I thank you for bringing up that point because my whole, my whole thing is called the prosperity approach and it's success without struggle because you, like you said, you can absolutely have success and toil and, and push and struggle your way through it, but it's not necessary. And that's what I found. And so, so my whole, my whole belief system is the challenge theory on your journey test. Whatever success is for you, a loving relationship with your soulmate, a loving relationship with yourself, with money, with your higher power, whatever that success is that you're going after, the challenge is necessary. The struggle is not. There is Ooh. no struggle at all. Quote card like quote card like there. The challenge is necessary, but the struggle is not. I love that. I really, really love that. And you know, that just brings me to this this whole pandemic, that it's a challenge right now, for sure, that we are going through right now. We're going through something that at least our generation has never gone through yet, right? This right. is a this is something very different. And the challenges come and people are struggling. So could you please share how can we attune ourselves, whatever is it, mindset, is it belief, is it stories that we tell ourselves or what, how do we actually navigate these times without struggling and creating prosperity? 
Oh, thank you for that. And to answer your question, it's yes to all of those. But we actually have to back out of it just a little bit. And we have to make the most important decision of our lives, which is deciding whether we live in a universe that is hostile or a universe that is friendly. Einstein said the most important decision you'll ever make is whether you live in a friendly universe or a hostile one. And right now, the majority of the world is living in a hostile universe. And, and it's easy to understand why. 24-7, full-on newsfeed, all the time. more deaths, more unemployment, more scarcity, more shortages, more hoarding. This whole mass consciousness is just one of absolute panic. But if you have made the decision that you live in a, a universe that is friendly to your desires, then there are so many blessings within this entire pandemic. And there have to be. It's, it's universal law. It's called the law of polarity. And the law of polarity says that if a situation is a little bit bad, then it's also a little bit good. But if a situation is catastrophic, it is also to the same degree, absolutely miraculous. And so our job is to find the miracles within the catastrophe. And while we're still very sensitive and we're, and we're still have much compassion, much empathy for the struggle that people are in, you have no money but not be in any struggle i know exactly how to do that you can still see all of the miracles like Sharzad, my prayers have become so much more meaningful not for myself but praying for others and to and to ease their burdens and to and for them to find comfort and for them to find support and and for god to pour out favor on the planet like i see people turning i see people reaching out to others for to to serve and to give value and to to lift up and that is such a miracle that's going on and when you will get that baseline and and one of the ways where i was able to do that was to realize that i'm okay like everything's working for me even when it feels like nothing is that's not true the universe is mathematically orchestrated to support you in every moment of your life and so i would play little games with myself like what's working for me right now and so I would be sitting like in my office in, a, in an absolute come apart, like snot going everywhere, crying because I was such a screw up right there. And I was like, okay, but what's working for me right now? How am I already supported? How am I already wealthy? Mm. Well, I'm sitting in a room. It's, it's comfortable. It's temperature. That's working for me. I've got lights overhead. And if we didn't have lights, it's daytime. So I can open up the window and I have light. That's working for me. We have an internet connection that's strong. That's working for me. And I got really dumb. Um, I love chapstick because my lips get dry really fast. I'm like, I've got chapstick right here. And that's working for me. Like the dumber I could get, the funner it became. And that helped calm me down that helps see like how I was already supported and that everything was okay. And that's one of the, the techniques that I use to let go of struggle. I love that. I love that. That reminds me of myself the other day. It's like, oh, the gravity is working. I'm supported. I'm not floating around. <laughs> that, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 you, you say it's dumb and it's, it might be, but it actually works to bring ourselves back to, okay, there are still good things happening in my life. Not that I don't have compassion, that I, my heart doesn't break for the people who are losing family members. Of course you do. But does that mean that it is stupid of me or selfish of me that to look at the good things as well? Is it actually helpful for, of me to be 
always, you know, thinking of how horrible things are right now and just crying nonstop and looking at the death numbers raising or asking myself, how can I be of more service? How can I lift another person up? What can I do to actually be a light in the darkness? Because darkness cannot exist without with light. Like once the light comes, the darkness is going to go away. So thank you for sharing that. So basically you're saying to, to tap into your gratitude of all the things that are working for you. And I love the law of polarity that you said, if it's a little bit bad, it means that there's a little bit good. I love that. Are there other laws that you can um, share that could help the, our listeners even more? Yes, absolutely. And, and in fact, um, the book that I wrote, The Prosperity Approach, has 21 universal laws that govern prosperity and um, creation. I've been studying over the last almost decade. But the law that came to mind was law of focus. It's also known as the law of attention. And this law says whatever you focus on expands. Whatever you get a, give attention to grows bigger. So when you were saying, gosh, is it selfish of me to be looking at the things I'm grateful for while so many people are in such desperate situations and such dire straits no it's actually your your duty and your obligation to be focusing on those things that you want more of because if we just focus our energy on the problem it makes the problem bigger energy flows where attention goes what you focus on expands and so and i don't know if you have experienced this i did experience this at the very beginning like i was on almost hourly all right what's going on and what's the quarantine and are we going to be quarantined and who's sick and and where is it spread and is it coming for me and and i was getting wrapped up and i found myself going into scarcity and going into panic and go like going into survival yeah. mode and i was like oh, oh 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 if there's one thing i can't afford it's that I've got to, I've got to put my focus on, on healing and on wealth and, and on prosperity and like all of those things that we really, really want, because I want to add to that because that right there being the energy of the solution is what's going to bring this pandemic to such a fast end. And it's going to heal the economies and heal our bodies and relationships and our relationships with money and all of that. That's I love that the energy of solution and you know that reminded me of um, Wayne Dyer's quote that says you can't be sick enough to heal other people and I think that this whole pandemic of us not getting sick every single one of us not getting sick actually helps the world right now because if we get sick then we pass it on this is this is the 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 main. I think like lesson that we can get from this whole pandemic is that when you take care of yourself, when you are not spreading the negativity, you're actually part of the solution and not part of the problem. And I love that you share that be the part energy of solution. So good. So, yes. so good. You said something else that brought me a question that I get a lot. And that is, how do I get out of debt? And you mentioned, you know, what you focus on expands. So when someone is in debt right now, when someone is behind their bills and they can't pay it, what is it that they need to focus on? Is it focus on paying that debt off or what is it that you recommend they do? No, no the first thing you got to stop focusing on is the debt because what you focus on expands and your subconscious is wired such that it pays attention to the words that have the most um, emotional, uh, the most emotional punch to them. And it does not recognize words of negation. So um, I'm like, I don't have debt. <laughs> 
it automatically negates don't because you're focused on the debt. And, the, and debt is a very energetically charged word. It's a very emotionally charged word. Even, um, I'm debt free. Well, okay, what's the most emotionally charged word in that sentence? It's debt. It's debt. And, and, and so then we talk about financial freedom. Well, that is so pie in the sky that nobody even has any idea how to do that. And so I say back way, way out of that. And if you, and if you're wanting to get into a, into the, into the, a, a positive into your bank account, then it's, it's all about, first of all, laying down the struggle. And, and one of the most transformational decisions I ever made, um, I learned actually from our, our common mentor, was I will never struggle financially ever again. I will never struggle financially ever again. And we were um, ready to file Chapter 13 bankruptcy when I made that decision. So we were, we were headed right there. In fact, that's what we did. And, and that day when I decided I would never struggle financially ever again, I was, I thought, okay, so what does that look like? Cause how many times have we been like, I'm never going to not have money. Right. I love that. All those double negatives in that sentence, but like, <laughs> we'll never be in this place again. And then we circle back around and we're like, Oh my word, why are we here again? I swore this would never happen. So I thought, okay, if it's possible that you can have success without struggle, which it absolutely is. And I have this negative in my account and we have $1,500 behind in our bills and we're not getting ahead. And I really want, I really want that. How am I going to lay down the struggle? And it was finally, I stopped fighting the what so of the reality I had created. I stopped judging myself for it. I stopped, I stopped trying to get out of it because I was getting out of it through struggle. And when you struggle, you entangle yourself in it even more. I remember when I was a little girl, I would try to put my really fast and I'd get my head caught in the in the sleeve and my arm is sticking out the head the whole of the head and I was struggling and struggling and then I started panicking because I was getting claustrophobic and I couldn't breathe and I, it wasn't until I went stop take a breath all right where are we take it off let's do it again and then I was able to successfully put on my shirt I vividly remember this it, that's the same with struggle. That's why there's no value in the struggle. So I was like, okay, I'm going to put this down. Then what does this look like for me? Cause I'm all about what does this look like? And how can this be really simple so that I'll do it? And it was just, just stop fighting it. Like it is what it is. Take the emotion out of it. I, I've had the opportunity to talk to creditors several times a week and I had never had that opportunity before. And they were very kind to me because that's what I decided would happen. They're going to be kind and they're going to want to help me out of this, but they just want to know when they're going to get paid, you know? It's so like, this is just what happened. And so, so I would just be very upfront with them. I would answer their calls. I was very polite. I'm like, we don't have money. So sorry. I'll let you know when we do. You know, and, and it was just delightful. And they're like, okay, we're going to call you in another 72 hours. And I'm like, and I'll answer the phone. And so, and it was, okay, what can we pay for this week? Mm. How much do we have for groceries? Can we pay, make a partial payment to something? Thank you. And like, suddenly it was just like, well, this is, this is what it is. This is where we're at. And when I stopped, that was the first thing. Like I laid down the struggle and I stopped trying to, I stopped fighting because it's another universal law. It's called the law of non-resistance. And it says, right? Yeah, it's what you resist. Yeah. yeah. And I kept resisting it and I got to change it and I got to change it. Then it just continues to hang around. So I was like, okay, well, here's what it is. And can I lay down the struggle? Yep, I can. So we lay down the struggle with no money in our account whatsoever. And most people wait to lay down the struggle until they have a lot of money. And then they never do because then you struggle to spend it. 
I don't know if you've noticed that before, but you're like, as soon as I have money, then I'm going to feel free and I'll be able to spend it and we won't have any troubles and it will be easy. And even when you have it, then you're like, oh crap, what if I lose it? Oh, oh no. Okay. So I'll just spend just a tiny bit and it's all, and it's like this gut wrenching experience. You're still in the struggle of it all. And so like you got it, you got to lay it down before the money shows up. You got to lay down the struggle before it comes. And that's what the ways it gets to come that's how you get it to come is laying it down and then rather than going for financial freedom I went for financial relaxation because 97% of the population has no idea what financial freedom looks like or how it feels more importantly they don't know how it feels they have an idea of what it looks like but they don't know how it feels but every single person who's had money knows what financial relaxation looks like and feels like because you've had a payday and it's like oh we have money Back in my scarcity ridden days, I would get a paycheck and I was like, I literally said this, we're rich for 10 minutes. <laughs> that's exactly what it was because that's what I kept declaring. And then I get all resentful because we had to spend all the money and, and I've since learned how not to do that. But, but you know, like if you get money for your birthday or you get money for holidays or, or you get like paydays is a perfect example. You know what financial relaxation looks like and what it feels like. And so Working towards how can I already be relaxed? This is relaxing. It's easy for me to pay the phone bill. It's easy for me to pay 20% of the heat bill. Like, how am I already relaxed financially? So it's those tiny little steps you take that then lead you into paying, I hate to say paying off debt, but, but change your focus. I want financial relaxation to pay off your debts, but you don't. You want financial relaxation. Paying off your debts is the how. And everybody gets tangled up in how. You gotta go to the end result. This is financial relaxation. And what that looks to me is that I have a zero balance on all my credit cards. It means we have X amount in savings, which means I've conquered the whole mindset around money and I am, I've raised my financial frequency and I live in the energy of prosperity. That's what that means. That's why this is important. Isn't that so much more fun than, all right, another $200 to the credit card. How much more debt do we have to pay off? It is so much more fun. I love, there were so many aha moments I just had was that, okay, lay down the struggle, take out the emotion. Then, you know, I also noticed that you didn't go to avoidance of trying to avoid those, those, because that's what we tend to do. It's like, if I just look the other way, that's going to go away. It's never going to, they're going to call again. Right. But if yep. you have put down the emotion, you're, you took out the emotions and you just spoke and you, you, and you aren't thinking that they're hostile and they're trying to ruin you, but they're just doing their job literally. And you get to say what you need to say. And that's it. It could be a lot less, emotionally draining if we decide to just accept what is and say what can I do right now what what does feel and then one thing that I do I don't know if this this resonates with you is that when I'm actually I am paying I decide to feel a little joy for circulating money for paying for the service that I it provided for me and allowed me to live my life the way I am it really really helps me to Instead of feeling like, oh, I'm like, I'm like, like taking my, cutting my, my arm off, but it's actually something that is bringing me the comfort, joy, whatever that bill is that I'm paying for, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When I would, when I was making credit card payments, I was like, thank you, American Express for floating me this money to help me propel my business forward. Didn't work the way I thought it would work, but thank you so much. And this interest 
you're charging me. That's just a little extra gratitude payment for you there. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. Or like my cell phone, like, Oh my word, what a miracle to have the internet at my fingers, to have texting at my fingers, to know where my kids are at all times. What's going on with my husband? What's going on in the world? What a blessing. Thank you, phone company. Here is, here's my, I'm going to say thank you to the tune of $315 this month because that's what you require. So thank you so much for, for helping me to stay connected. What a blessing. So good because it is, again, when we are, you know, it, it's almost like people have love-hate relationship with money. If they get money, they're happy. When they're paying money, they are feeling like, oh, like I hate that I have to do that. And I think um, our relationship to anything will determine what our, how our experience with it is. It's like, it's, I, I use the same thing in, in a relationship in your love life. Do you you know, love the man coming towards you. And the minute that he wants to take space, you're like hateful and you're resentful and you're like, why is he doing this to me? Or can you actually do the relationship to the fullest? There are times that he's going to come forward and there are times that he needs a space and you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay no matter what. A hundred percent, Sharzad. Like think about money as if you're in a relationship with your soulmate because, and would money want to be in a relationship with you? Like if you're like, why are you leaving me again? Come back, come back. No, 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 go away. I love you, but I hate you, but I don't appreciate you, but I need you, but I want you. Like, like, whoa, like any man that's any sort of sanity, any sort of sane would run away from that. And, and if you start looking at like, like a, an actual relationship because it really is it literally is a relationship in your life all right how do I want to be and what do I'm going to raise the bar for myself in this financial relationship with money and then I expect money to show up in different ways it you know it's like if, okay if we're going to have this experience then I'll go through the experience but this is what I require to feel during this experience I require mm -hmm. it to be easy I require it to be fun I require it to be inspired I require it um, to feel light and fun and that's how I that's how I quantum left last year what was just what, what would be light what would be fun and I would just I would just really get focused on what it is that I wanted to create and why I wanted to create that money and it can't be so that we'll feel secure because that's not a need that money fills we think that it will, but it doesn't. It, that's not that's not the function that money performs. It's like drinking Sprite and expecting your thirst to be quenched. That's not a property that Sprite has. As a matter of fact, Sprite is designed to make you more thirsty. And so it doesn't matter what you do to change yourself before you drink the, the Sprite. The Sprite's never going to quench your thirst. And money's the same way. At a deep soul level, we, we need to feel safe and secure. And we get that by connecting to our source. And we, and we make money our source. And money's not our source. Money's just a channel. Money and is just a mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. That reminds me of another question that I recently got from one of my clients is that she was saying that I can always earn money. I always make what I need, whatever money I need for this month comes, but I never have more than enough. And I really want to tap into the energy of more than enough. So do you have any advice for a woman that you know, she's, she gets what she needs. She get pays her bills off. She can, but she, if she wants to go fly a business class, like you said, she doesn't have enough for that. What's up with that? Well, what's up with that literally is she's running a subconscious belief that is she only has enough money for her, for her needs. 
Hmm. That's literally what it is. And, and that's what's so beautiful about it because it's so simple. Our, so I have no, I have no doubt that she's ambitious, that she is filled with integrity, that she's got dreams, that she's driven. I have no doubt just based on what you described her. And besides, I know the people that you attract. And so, so, so here's the thing. Our, we've got two parts of our mind, the conscious and the subconscious, and the conscious works to manifest our results. I want to fly business class. I want to have more than enough. And I'm going to make these goals and see if I can hit these milestones so that I can do that. But the subconscious mind, which literally runs the show, it literally creates your reality. That mind works to manifest your beliefs. Mm-hmm. So of the two, you will always manifest your beliefs. So I had a belief that I could work really hard and nothing came of it. I had a belief that no matter what I did, I didn't make a difference. I had a belief, even as I was building up my business, that this was too big for me, that I wasn't strong enough to hold it and I would lose it. And isn't it so beautiful? If you want to know what your beliefs are, look at your results. They will always reflect your beliefs. So that's the first thing she's got to get clear on is that's the belief that she's running and she's got to change her subconscious beliefs. She's got to ask for more and expect to receive it. Hmm. she's got to ask for more. So, so this, this really cool thing, we were, we were behind $1,500. It's taught it's 1500 every month. And you were talking about like just taking the emotion out of it and not avoiding it. Like I hated looking at my bank account until I realized I need a baseline. I need to know where we're at. So I'm going to take a breath and I'm going to take any sort of meaning out of this. Like the what so of the situation so I know what's going on and we needed $1,500 and so I told my husband this is where we're at he was like oh my word so what he picked was $1,500 a month within three days it came out of nowhere a promotion and a raise that after taxes and tithing was $1,500 a month Hmm. my my only regret with that was that I didn't ask for more because it got us to break even but it didn't put us ahead and so we still ended up filing chapter 13, um, even with that, because I didn't ask for more. And that's what, and I know Sharzad, 100% sure is you're beautiful that I would have gotten what I asked for. I'm like, man, we should have asked for 2000 a month. Dang it. But no, I didn't know it at the time. Now I know. And now I can ask, I can ask more intelligently and ask for bigger and ask for more to come uh, because, because of that. So she needs to ask for more and expect it to come. So good. Expect it. Ask for more and don't think it's impossible. Don't think that you're greedy. Just look at what all the the um, chatter comes that, oh, I'm asking for more. You know, is it really going to happen? Do I really need it? All the stuff that comes up with that. And then just being willing to expect that it is going to come. I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. You said something really good at the beginning when you said, you know, you asked every one of us, the six of you in the family to, to pick something and all of it came into fruition. Can you tell us quick tips on what are the steps of you? You have your eyes on that thing that you want. How do you actually manifest it? It's well, it's first and foremost about mental and most of us want ourselves permission what we want because it's too big it means we're selfish it means somebody else is going to go without it means i'm vain it you know all all of all of this meaning that we've attached to it and so we won't actually give ourselves permission to own it so we back way off of it and then we go for something that we think we might be able to get and Mm -hmm. then we won't we won't ruffle feathers too much if we do that and so 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 that would be the first thing is that mental ownership like my mind was telling me allison there's no way this can happen you are, you are in debt. You, you're not making like, 
we were we were in um, piano lessons and I told the piano teacher what was going on and she was like I'm not going to charge you for the next three months and I'm like what's she gonna think if I haven't been paying her for lessons and suddenly the six of us are going to Hawaii like like afraid of what other people were gonna think and that this was irresponsible and that this was impossible and I had no right that was another thing that my mind told me you have no right to do this you have no right to even want this because of what you've done to your family you have no money it was because of you and, and I was like yep I know and I don't care this is what I want mm -hmm. I don't care and so I allowed myself to want it mm -hmm. and then I just started it's like it's you know if you're reading the Wayne Dyer books if you're reading like how to manifest it's it it works we say you picture what you want and so what it looked like to me was I would look at pictures of Hawaii I would look at pictures of the ocean I would listen to um, that over the rainbow song by is is kind of I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> how you pronounce his name he's he's a Hawaiian and he, and he plays over the rainbow on his ukulele and sings to it every time I listen to that song it instantly transported me to Hawaii mm -hmm. and for three or four minutes as I would listen to it I could I could feel the breeze I saw the ocean. I pictured my son coming up to me and wrapping his arms around me from behind and saying, thanks mom. And giving me a kiss on the cheek. And, and I pictured us around the table in our villa laughing and having dinner and playing games and, and hiking the mountains. Like I just, I pictured that. And then I would talk to my husband about it. And I'm like, this is what I'm so excited to do when we get to Hawaii. And this is what I wanted. I want our whole family to be in paradise on this planet while we're together. And I would cry. I would cry, not because I was like, and it's never going to come, but I was just so wrapped up in it for that moment that it was real and it, and it was, and it, and it made me cry. And, and here's the thing. The whole reason I did it was because I wanted to feel better for three minutes at a time. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get out of anxiety for four minutes at a time. I wanted to just feel better. Like, like Charlotte, like the, the miracle was not necessarily that every single one of us got what we wanted. Although that was the miracle. The miracle was that it was easy. The miracle was that I felt good as I went. The miracle was that it was simple and, and God showed up and showed off in my life in huge, huge ways and taught me how to get out of the way in very practical ways. That was the miracle that came from this. We just happened to get a trip to Hawaii thrown in on, thrown in on top of it, which, you know, I'll take every single day. <laughs> I love that. And uh, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. The, the miracle was, you know, you get what you want, but who you become in the process right. and how easy it feels it can be. And if I can do this, do this now, I can do it for every area of my life. It's not a one-time thing. It's not a one-time, you know, miracle is yours one day, but it is actually something that you can expect and create more of. And the more you create beauty and prosperity in your life, well, you model for other people what's possible. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. And you elevate the consciousness of, of the planet. So all of that is yes, 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 yes. I love share, that you shared all of that with us. Thank yeah. you. Yes. You showed us, you showed me the book while we were talking here. Tell us more about the book. What, where can we get it? And what are the things that people are going to learn when they read your book? Oh, well, I never thought that I would be like a best-selling author, but here you go. What comes out of the ashes of disaster <laughs> could be 
<laughs> are miracles. There's miracles on the other side of it. You just got to get through it. And so they can actually go to Amazon and grab it off Amazon, or you can get it off my website, which is alisonchavis.com. But I actually had felt inspired through this whole thing. I was like, can I serve more? Can I give more value? And the answer you're going to get to that question is always yes. And I thought, what's really going to help people right now? And I was inspired to put together a prosperity bundle. And so you can actually get a free PDF download of my book, The Prosperity Approach, in that bundle. And, 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 I, and I can tell you the other things that I've included in it. But first, I want to tell you what's, what's in it. So this, this book was actually written while everything was falling apart AKA actually falling into place. That's where this, that's when this book was written. And so it, it was really a book that I was coaching myself through and, and what can I do? And so I talk about pillars of prosperity and creating a really strong foundation. And so there's a mental pillar and what we do in our mindset. There's an energetic pillar about what we do to raise our vibration. There's the relationship pillar. There's the, there's the money pillar. There's the spiritual pillar with all of that and just laying everything down. So it's really, really strong. And that's where I really go into detail tell about the 21 laws that govern prosperity and creation and and how they show up in your life because it's one thing to say yeah I know the law of attraction but if you don't actually know how it shows up in your life and how it actually works it's you know it but you don't have it and that's what's so frustrating is that people will be like I know Allison I know it's universal laws I know it's a law of attraction and I'm like but I have it you know it, but I have it. And I've been there so frustrated like you where I knew it, but I also didn't have it. But I want to close that gap so that you have it as well. And so knowing how those laws show up in your life and what it looks like and how you activate the laws and how you play with those laws, it gets you into a different frame of mind. It literally gets you into a different vibration and it helps you to rinse and repeat the formula. Like you said, it literally works for every aspect of your life. My friend, my, my son wanted a, a friend, a, a group of friends. That was the one thing that he wanted to manifest and he had never had friends before in his life. He was 15. My daughter wanted dogs. That was never gonna happen, ever. I didn't want dogs and if we were gonna have dogs, they were gonna be the hybrid little toy Yorkie dogs, which are not cheap and you can't go to the shelter and pick up those kind of dogs. <laughs> So like these were like big, hairy, like impossible things that every single one of us got, but we had to keep our thoughts in the right place. And so this really, this really does lay the foundation to the work that I'm doing now. And so it will be very helpful. And I've written it like a workbook so that you can oh, just good. be honest with yourself and write in it and, and there's games in it because I'm all about success without struggle. If you got to <laughs> toil, don't do it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. We were making $25,000 a month. It wasn't worth it. I couldn't sleep at night. I was working all the time. I was showering in self-doubt and, and all, all of that nonsense. It was not worth it. But money's here to bless your life. It's literally here to bless your life and so that you can bless other people's lives as well. Oh, what a good way of thinking. It's it's here to bless your life. It is not the source. It is not happiness, but it's here to support your happiness and to bless your life. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. So we're gonna, we know where to get the book. And so about the bundle, would you like to share about that as well? Yes. I think I'm surprising you with this, Charzad, because I don't think I told you about this before. No, you're surprising <laughs> me, but I love it. I love prosper surprises <laughs> yes so you get you get a pdf download my of the prosperity approach you also get my prosperity guide and it's 52 ways that will help you get over fear and blast through money blocks so you can create 
success without struggle. Mm -hmm. And so these are like boots on the ground, literal things that I did to gamify money. So it wasn't so scary to me. It got me out of fear. It got me out of scarcity. And you can do one week for a year. That's why there's 52 of them. Or you can do it in any order. You can do three a day if you want, but they're really fun activities that you can do while you're driving, while you're showering, while, while you're stuck in your house, not doing anything, <laughs> really fun things that you can do um, literally to create more prosperity in your life from where you're at. And then I have a, a free call. It's a masterclass that I'm, you'll get an invitation to, and it's called prosperity in a pandemic and how to stay on track and actually catapult forward when you're in a world of fear and doubt and uncertainty because and here's my thing with this Sharzad, like the world is in a reset we are in a worldwide reset what better time to do a mindset reset mm. it, it this it like do the laws work or do they not can i create whatever i want regardless of circumstances let's put this to the test so this whole bundle is free that's what oh I'm my gosh wow so yeah, so you can get that at prosperityapproach.com forward slash bundle. And we'll have and the link in the show notes for sure. My goodness, yeah. what a generous offer. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I'm so excited I was guided to do that because I just like literally like how can I help? How can I help? It's my duty to help raise the vibration of the planet right now and to show people you are so much more powerful than you know. Everyone is an incredible manifester. We just got to get you manifesting the things you actually want. And it's very, very simple. It's a very straightforward rinse and repeat kind of formula. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for your generosity. And I know it's going to help so many people and they are going to absolutely love it. So good, ladies. Make sure that you go and get it. You follow Allison. Allison, is there anywhere else that they can follow you? Do you like to play on social media? Yes, I do. I'm playing more and more on social media. So you can find me on Facebook. I'm simply Allison on Facebook. And my Instagram handle is Allison Chavez underscore. And we'll type that all in there too, because yes. Chavez is spelled just like Chavez. And I got a couple L's and a Y in Allison. <laughs> so, so it's kind of tricky to find just a little bit. I'm getting, I'm getting better in my social media, in my online world. I've been playing in the offline world for a little while. And now God's like, guess what? you get to go play in the online world now. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Fun and light and easy. And that's what I'll do. <laughs> It'll be fun and easy. And I'm sure that this way you get to even serve more and shine your beautiful light to the world. I love that. I love that. I always end in one last question, Allison. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Okay. So do you remember the Allison that she was feeling helpless? She was crying ugly tears not knowing what to do next, feeling so devastated. Yes. Absolutely. If you could give her one advice, what would it be? Keep going. Hmm. You're closer than you know. And I've got you. Oh, so beautiful. Brought tears to my eyes. That's gorgeous keep going and i've got you i've got you you're closer than you think this is what really really all the affirmation that we need that when we feel like we're you're falling apart and things don't look the way that we wanted to and we think that we're too far that it's not true as long as we stick to ourselves and give ourselves that that encouragement that's soft not you know push push go 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 but i've got you mm -hmm. it always works it's beautiful i love that 
Thank you so much, Alice. And thank you oh. for your energy, your, the story that you shared, the beautiful bundle that is going to really bless my listeners. Thank you for all of that. Thank you for being here. And I so appreciate you. Oh, the honor is mine. Thank you so much, Sharzad. Of course, of course. Ladies, make sure that you go and listen, re-listen to this podcast, take notes, take, share your takeaways with us. You know her handle from the show notes and you know mine at Fully Adored. Share with us what you learned. Definitely go and download the bundle and let us celebrate you. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next one. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you found it helpful, it would mean so much to me if you share it with someone that you think needs it. If you share it on Instagram, make sure to tag me at Fully Adored so I can connect with you and get to know you better. And to get notified for the next episode, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss it. I love you so much and until next time, remember that you deserve to be loved for exactly who you are.